Welcome to King's Catch-Up with me, Mr. Tom Wilson, Deputy Head of Primary here at Reedy Creek, where we talk everything that is King's Culture. Okay, here we are for another King's Catch-Up. I'm sitting here with Mr. Rob Verena. Rob, welcome. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for coming in. I was hassling your wife last time, and now I thought it would be time to get... Mr. Brainer in. So tell us about yourself, Rob. Tell us so that our listeners and our people driving at home can uh, can get to know you a bit better. Yeah, so South African heritage. Uh, been in Australia since 2009. Um, going way back, grew up as a pastor's kid. So um, grew up in church my whole life long. Um, but yeah, met my wife through church, through youth group in the worship team. Um, Got married in 1998 and have three kids. Hannah's 18, studying primary teaching at uni at the moment. Um, All my kids came through Kings, so Hannah was at Kings. Got the two boys, Jaden and Reuben. Jaden is in year 10, Reuben is in year 8 at the Reedy Creek campus. Um, Yeah, so just absolutely love Kings. Yeah, yeah, Kings man through and through. I Mm. like it. Remember, I had a Hannah back in the day. Yeah. And I remember when, yeah, the family arrived. When did you, what? Was uh, when you were out, 2009? Nine, yeah. 2009, yeah. So I would have been in my second year mm. at King's. I can't believe she's 18 and trying <laughs> to become a teacher. It runs in the family. So um, what do you love to do, Mr. Verena? What, is, what are your passions in life? Oh, I'm one of those who has a thousand things that I love to do. Um, never enough time to do them all. So um, what I spend most of my time with these days is I like to go fishing and golf is a big thing for me as well. Golf particularly because the two boys are both at that age where they've taken it up and um, it's a good way to keep them off the screens. So yeah. go and spend five hours on the golf course and yeah, it's good bonding time. I, I grew up with my dad playing golf and fishing and that's some of the best times we had yeah. just chatting. So I guess that's what I like to do with the boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then also I just love worship and music, so um, yeah, I'm not playing as much as I would with the instruments right now. But yeah, what do you, what do you play? Play a bit of bass guitar, a bit of keyboards. Um, yeah, and that's how Trace and I met, playing in the worship bands at, at youth group. I would love to see that photo. Oh, I do have a few. Fortunately, this is a podcast, so there's no... But you can attach photos to the bottom of these things. I tell you what, we should get a little photo. I think it would uh, double in the subscriptions. All right, overnight. I'll send some through. That'll be good. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking when you were talking there about your golf, we just got back a little bit. We have a um, a golf day that you've organised coming mm. up. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I'm sure our listeners are, are all over it. Yep. But just um, by the time this podcast comes out to our listeners, they've probably still got, I would think, another... Possibly another week or two. Yep. To uh, to to sign up for it. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So Wednesday, twenty third of June. So for those at school, it's the first Wednesday of the school holiday. Uh, Parkwood International, or the club at Parkwood, as it's called now. Um, Eighty dollars includes a feed before you play. It includes a couple of drinks on the course and a dinner at the end. Nice. And a lot of prizes. It's an Ambrose comp. So it basically means you don't have to be a great golfer to play. You just need a couple of good shots in your four ball and yeah, you'll all be good. So those details are on Compass. You can go and find them. Beautiful. But we'd love to see people there. At the moment, we're more than, yeah, way over half subscribed. So 
there's only about 40 places it's a good left. day though hey you know if you're gonna have a day off and you want some just something beautiful to do there's nothing better than a game of golf yeah on the coast. like even if you're not that good you get a buggy you hang out with some nice people yep yeah you try and help you try and hit a ball and you have a good time yeah it's good fun and you get to know people Yep, in our uh, King's community. So yeah, and that, that was the purpose of putting it on. It's not a fundraising golf day. It's not raising money for anything. It really is the eighty bucks is what it's costing the school to put it on. Yeah. So we're not making any money out of it. It's just to get the community of the school community t- together. So we're not paying you with your appearance money out of this oh, uh, eighty dollars uh, to get a little bit. Of Someone of my skills <laughs> should have been on the tour. <laughs> Too good. I remember when I was my my first ever game of tennis of tennis of golf was um, very different to what you'd expect here in Australia. Like it was on this big hill. Anyone know Aberystwyth out there? It is a coastal town where the National Library of Wales is, and the furthest, uh, the highest point of that whole uh, town is the golf course. Mm. But it's on the right on the on the on the coast. Yeah. So on a rough day, it gets rough there. But I remember hacking around. There's no one else on the course. But my dad had bought me clubs. We'd already booked. I was already looking forward. And he took me around. And it was, I was, it was the wettest, most miserable day of my life. <laughs> but I remember it. Yeah. Because it was my, with my dad, you know? Yeah. I think they're really good for building memories, aren't they? We need it kind is. Of, it's nice to be intentional about the time we spend with our kids. We've just been speaking to Jason Gallagher. Yeah. And he's all about intentional parenting. And this is such a nice way, isn't it, to be intentional about being a dad. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Builds resilience, long-suffering, patience, all the things that you like to see in your kids. Yeah, just I just when you say long-suffering, that is golf in a nutshell for me sometimes, as well as fishing. Like I find fishing peaceful, not but not awfully productive sometimes. Mm. You know, I remember catching my first flathead. It was down in Brunswick Heads. I'd been here for two weeks. Met an Aussie guy, and he said, "I'm going down fishing." I went with him, and that evening, I think it was like three a.m. Yeah, we slept. We just fished all night. And he yeah, caught a flathead right there and then. Sliced it up, cooked it. It was in my mouth within 30 minutes of catching oh, it. That's the best. And that was good. Yeah. That was good. And it's been downhill since. <laughs> yeah, we haven't caught a lot. I remember the first fish I caught with my son? Yep. I was a Moses perch. Mm. Big red dot on the yep. side of it, you know? And uh, that was his first ever... It's funny, isn't it? My first ever fishing experience here in Australia caught a fish. And the first, first ever that he had... He was at the back of the art center. Yeah. And it's pretty good down there, you know. Yeah. He threw a line out, and I reckon within 30, 40 minutes, he caught his first fish, and he was about, I think it was about five mm. on his little, I think it was a Kmart yeah. one. But he was a good, fair size for yeah. play to him. He's flapping around, and it builds memories, you know. And I think it's really, really cool that we can do things like this and uh, offer pro, uh, little events like this, you yeah. know. What about after this has gone? You got any other. Plans for uh, building yeah, so um, obviously, obviously COVID makes things a little bit tricky, mm. but um, there's definitely going to be a fishing day at some stage. Um, whether it'll be competition or not, mm. uh, we'll have that decision still. But yeah, looking forward for a day where mums and dads who fish and their boys or girls can come out and, and do that because it's definitely all inclusive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, being at Pimpermar, you've got Jacob's well right there and lots of staff at Pimpama have yeah. boats and are keen on fishing so okay. it makes sense to do something like that because I know that you're in Pimpama now and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute but um, used to be used to run a, a program in the holidays when in your role last what was your role last year what were you what were you uh, 
Yeah, so at Reedy Creek, I've been in the high school, teaching in the high school, and head of house uh, was, head of year, head of house was sort of my role. Um, But one of the programs I introduced was um, fishing for a week at Fraser Island with boys. So um, someone's got to do the (laughs) the tough jobs. (laughs) But um, yeah, the purpose of that was really just to take something that I love doing, so camping, 4 by 4 and fishing, and introduce boys into that environment and show Mm -hmm. them that, you know, you can go to Fraser Island for a fishing trip with a bunch of mates and you don't need uh, 24 slabs of beer to go with you to have a good time. Nice. Um, And also just being out in creation. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in the Lord speaking to us through his creation. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely not saying Mother Nature is awesome. No, the creator of nature is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And that was part of that while we went out for the... And there's two things in there for me when you mentioned uh, your fishing and your golf. It wasn't so much about the fishing and the golf. It's some of the most beautiful places. You know, the, the yeah. landscape beautifully. It's just like that nature connection, isn't it? Yeah. And then when you say worship as well, they're my two happy places. You know, yeah. At night, there was, I don't know if you saw that orangey moon mm. in the night. It's beautiful. And you yeah. look up and you think, wow. There has to be, a, you know, yeah. there has to be a God. For sure. It's just far too complex, far too beautiful a world we live in, you know. And uh, no, that's cool. That's cool. So yeah. Uh, yeah, when you were talking about that fishing trip, I was thinking, wow, how good would that be if it was <laughs> a uh, uh, if we could do something like that down the track, maybe you know. With, yep. And also, girls, you know, we yeah. talk a lot about I think boys' education, but you know, I'm sure there's some amazing teachers at Reedy Creek, Pimpama, and Anzac Avenue who'd love to do certain things, programs, events for the girls. Yep, definitely. That'd be pretty cool. So let's move on before we run out of time here today. Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Yeah, so I think best piece of advice come. Well, my dad's given me heaps of good advice, but one of his favourite lines is "Be RFA," and that means ready for anything. So pretty much, yeah, life's not going to always go to plan. Yeah. Um, and as much as we are Christians and believe, we believe God has a plan for us, his plan is not always our plan. Yeah. And so being ready for anything to say, okay, well, it's not going according to my plan, but I'm ready for whatever it is anyway. Awesome. And I think that's a big thing for us in life is, mm. yeah, life will never be that perfect utopian dream that you have, mm. but God is in it and God has a plan for you and despite you control, not being absolutely. in that. That's good. I like that. That sounds like a good... Uh, He's a good role model. Yeah, yeah, he's a good old role model. Is dad, uh, how old is that these days? 76 or 75 around right. there. Yeah, he's a young boy, um, he's all right, he's all right. My dad, I think him, my dad's about 73. So. Yeah, him and my mum both run the park run every single Saturday wow. at their age. And dad would still be running marathons if mum would let him, but she said yeah. no more. And they're all back in South Africa? They're back in South Africa. Would they ever make the trip over? They actually have a visa in the system right now, but... Yeah, it's thanks. Thanks to, thanks to COVID, it's yeah. a very long, slow process. So, yeah. Hopefully, you know. It's one of those one of those RFAs. We our plan is that they would be here already. That's yeah. not gone according to that plan. Maybe so. you need a bit more time to prepare to look, to have your mum and dad so close again. Yeah, maybe that's maybe it's, God's giving you a bit more alone time before it happens. <laughs> um, okay, favorite scripture or favorite? Uh, yeah, what's your favorite scripture, Rob? Yeah, so Proverbs three. Uh, five to seven is one of my favorites. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in everything and he'll make your path straight. That's yeah. a real paraphrase. Yeah. Um, and the other one is Revelation twelve eleven, 
which is just talking about the power of our testimony. So it's just talking about how we overcame or overcome the devil through the blood of the Lamb, number one, through the power of our testimony or the word of our testimony and the fact that we don't love our lives enough to not lay them down mm. for the kingdom. And for me, that is a big thing. Like, I'm not into apologetics. I'm not into theological debate and discussion. I have a simple faith, which some people might look down on. But any atheist who wants to come and actively uh, dissuade me from my faith cannot take away my personal testimony. They could argue me into a bush about anything (laughs) and everything, but they cannot argue against my own experience of God in my life. And so for me, that is such a powerful scripture that, yeah. yeah. I think we sometimes, you know, like everyone goes through phases in their faith and I went through a big phase of apologetics. Mm. But you get lost in the detail and and I kind of go into myself, I just kind of put the books down and thought, this this is really interesting. And for some people it is. It's what they, you know, love to do. But then I thought, is that what's what is it the how or the who? You know, what's the most important thing here? Mm. God is the most important thing. You know, how the the nitty gritty, the details of because we, we're trying to understand God here. Yeah, and I think that's an impossible mission. Yeah, but as you said, your personal testimony is the truth. Yeah, and there is no arguing somebody out of that truth. Yeah. It happened to you. That's right. Powerful. I like yeah. it. Which character, if you could meet, we, as I always say, you can't meet Jesus mm. because I think everyone would want to. <laughs> Which one would you meet and why? Yeah, there's, there's my favorite character in the Bible is King David, mm-hmm. absolutely hands down. Yeah. Um, and it's twofold, or well, it's more than twofold, but it's he's someone who everyone knows as having a heart after God. Yeah. Um, a man sold out for God, a man who slayed Goliath, a guy who was on the harp, worshiping God, able, able to make Saul come down from mental state of insanity yeah. uh, through being able to play on the harp and all of these great things but yet on the other hand he organized for um i've forgotten his name to be murdered mm. so that he could have his wife yeah um he got caught in adultery so yeah you have this dude who everyone says oh man after god's own heart yet yeah. he had this other side where he was yeah not a good guy at all yeah and in that it gives me hope because I often look at my own life and I'm like, oh, there's so many flaws, so many things that aren't good. Yeah. And I'm like, but you know what? At the end of the day, I am striving to love God and please God in everything I'm doing. So if David could have all of those issues in his life and be seen as a man after God's own heart, well, it gives me hope for myself. That's awesome. Okay, so Rob Rainer, to finish off our talk today i just wanted to touch base on your role now so we've heard a lot about what you did what you've done where you're from what you love your favorite Mm. scripture so what's the new what's your new journey look like yeah so from the start of this year i've been up at pimpamar at our campus there and actually being appointed as campus principal so the way i like to describe that to people is well i work with the teams that are there at pimpamar so our primary teams Lowers up to an extent our high school teams and ensuring that we maintain the culture that is within Kings um, and my big thing is yeah making sure that we have staff who are on board with that vision because if the staff are on board with that vision we know that filters down into the classroom um, obviously yeah being a teacher myself I do have a big affinity towards seeing students coming to know Jesus as well Obviously, we are a school and we do need to make sure we get through the curriculum and educate students. But um, 
my style of teaching when I was in the classroom is that, yeah, the relationship with the students is paramount. Um, students will forget about the lesson you taught them long before they'll forget about you as a person yeah. and how you treated them. Um, and for me, that's how I go about my job as principal. I would like to know that people in the school actually feel like they are valued, like they have a voice that is heard. Um, and to quote one of my pastors from before, Stu Cameron, uh, he always used to say that every number has a name, every name has a story, and every story matters to God. And for me, that is the heart of it, that, yeah, sometimes you still as principal have to make uh, tough decisions, but I want everybody who uh, is in the school, staff and parents and students, to know that their story matters um, and that, yeah, it matters to God most importantly, but, um, yeah, that we can bring about that community within yeah. our school. I heard um, a while ago when I began my role as head of culture here at Reedy Creek about... A school trying to improve culture, and they talked about every person matters, and that mm. was a really good, what you've just mentioned now was a really strong way of knowing that every, getting to know people, and I think they got one of the cleaners, and they found out the story of the cleaner, and, and they, they found out that he was miles away from his family, and they yeah. ordered a fundraiser and flew him back to Mexico or something, they would see his family for the first time in 20 years, and you know, it's really lovely to hear a, a head of a school who actually cares about every single staff member as you said they all have a story they can all make, you know contribute in their own way yeah what are you finding what are you excited about with your new role well i'm excited that pimpama is a smaller school than reedy creek at this stage um, and being able to keep that small school community mentality that i think we have there at the moment to keep that strong as we grow bigger yeah. because we are growing uh, really quickly um, and that's exciting for me is that we have such a good community there and that we'll be able to continue that on forwards. Yeah. Um, that enthuses me, that excites me. And to know that, yeah, we, we can have a team there who carry on the culture of Kings. So good. Yeah. Qu uh, last question. What is it really like to work with your own wife? We hardly see each other, <laughs> truth be told. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, having said that, it's actually, with me working at Pimpermont now, has been great because Tracy's across all three the campuses. Yeah. So she spends a lot of time driving up to Pimpermont or Anzac Avenue, Logan Village. Yeah. And so her and I often will carpool. Nice. And it's I've seen the petrol prices right now as well. Yeah. You're like basically saving a million dollars. But it's not about the money. It's quality time. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's what Yeah, that's what Money I mean. doesn't Sorry, of come course, into Of course it. not. You can't put a price on love. You know, you can't, uh, it's not quantifiable by uh, the dollars. Yeah, That's but, not, but, nice. but we have really enjoyed that time in the mm. car and even coming home yeah. down the uh, M1, yeah. most people are whinging about the traffic and we have such a good chat together okay. at the end of the day. We get home, we're like, well, oh, it feels like it was 10 minutes down yeah. the motorway. Well, thanks so much for, I know you are a crazy busy man. To get a, uh, a time with you was probably harder than speaking to Barack Obama himself. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's been beautiful talking. Thank you for your time. Um, for those people in Pimpermai, you are very lucky to have such a great leader up there. For the rest of us, we'll just have to watch from afar. Wish you the best up <laughs> in Pimpermai. Hopefully this year is fantastic. But I know, like Brian Houston says, the best is yet to come. It'll be a, you know... I'm sure you'll have a successful tenure yeah. at uh, Pimpama. And uh, while well, you Pimpama people, you're in good hands. So, Rob, we'll speak again, I'm sure. Thank yep, you for your thank time. Thank you. Appreciate you coming in.